Hello, welcome back to another review podcast with the Transfer Portal CFB presented by No Contact CFB. Week 13 is gone. The regular season is all but over. I mean, there's a few games, but, you know, Buffalo, Army, Navy, whatever. Regular season is over. The coaching carousel is heating up, dude. We've got a lot to talk about before. But before we get into it, please make sure to like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Follow us, Reyes, on Spotify and Apple. It means a lot. And let's get into it, Andrewster. Stuff is happening in the sport. Yeah, we don't really get a break from the college football news the day after the regular season pretty much ends. The coaching carousel does not take long. Obviously, we've had a few smaller moves. Charlotte hired their guy, I want to say like a week, week and a half ago. But now we've got some big moves going on. And the first one is happening in Madison, Liam. Yeah, dude. Fickle time in Madison. Um, you know, some people thought maybe Luke Fickle would stay at Cincy with the move to the Big 12 happening. But I always thought he'd be on the move. I thought it'd be Nebraska. Obviously, that ain't the case because they got a different fish. But I love the hire for Wisconsin. I think Fickle's a really dang good ball coach. You know, you're going to get a lot of toughness, effort, and just solid play on any given Saturday. I like the hire for Wisconsin. And then the stinky division, yeah, they're going to compete all the time. Yeah, he's a good head coach. My worry is that they think that this hire is going to fix the program. It's not. They've got problems bigger than head coach, and we know about this with their Mm -hmm. whole they don't recruit thing, how Paul Chris talked about they didn't have a recruiting department for the last like eight months of his tenure. That's got to change. Luke Fickle is a big enough name. He's going to bring in good players, but they got to start getting all the top guys in their state. That's something that they aren't amazing at. Obviously, Wisconsin, it's not going to be very easy to go out of state and get top towns from like Florida or California. You're not going to be able to do that when you've got, you know, the USC's are going to be dominating California. Miami, as bad of a team they are, they're going to recruit well. They're not someone that can do that. They just got to start winning the Midwest. And mm-hmm. if they can do that, they're going to be a very good team. Fickle's a very good coach. My one worry with this hire is Ohio State. We'll, t- we'll talk about them a little bit later with that game. But if Ohio State ends up moving on from Ryan Day, why would Luke Fickle not leave Wisconsin in a second to take that job? He, he would be on the next charter. He'd be on the private jet out to Columbus. Yeah, and and that's my worry. Are you going to hire a guy that you don't know if he's going to be there for longer than two years? Because, look, Wisconsin is a good program. Ohio State, you can win a national title at. Wisconsin, you can't. So we got to realize, yeah, yeah, we're hiring a big name, but we also got to be like, okay, let's get some good coordinators in the door so that if he does leave, we have a backup plan. Because they had their backup plan for the last few years, and – Look, as impressive as a defensive coordinator he was, his time as the interim was not as impressive. Mm-hmm. And he'll be I – mean, you have to think Leonard is going to be gone for a bigger and better job. Oh, I, I bet he is kicking himself for not taking the Packers job. Which he could still get. He, he probably could still get it. <laughs> this isn't an NFL podcast, but, man, Joe Barry. I... Yeah, I referenced another one of the other – fish that took a job at big Penn school nebraska matt rule what do you think of it i okay i have an opinion that i don't know if many people have i was talking with my good friend amani about this 
We think Matt Rule is a very good head coach, especially in college. He did great things at Temple. He did great things at Baylor. For as good of a head coach as he is, is it worth paying 30-plus mil to just get him in the door? No. I, why not? I don't love the hire. I'll say that. I, I think I'm it's, not that big on the hire at all, and I know a lot of people are, and like, you know, the, all the rule slogans are popping up for Nebraska. Like, there are all those are garbage, by the way. But yeah, I don't love the hire. Yeah, after Nebraska fans say how stupid slogans are, get ready for them. But I don't know. It's like, I think he's a good head coach. I think it's one of the best hires they could have made. It's a lot better than some of the hires they could have made. They could have made some disastrous hires. Bob. But yeah, I don't think anyone's hiring Bill O'Brien, man. I, I think someone's going to. No, he's going to be an offensive assistant at Texas next year under Sark. You say that now until he's getting a head coaching job. Basically. If he gets a head coaching job, he's coaching the the D3 St. John Johnnies. Like, look, I... Matt Rule is a good head coach. I don't think it necessarily makes Nebraska a power, but at the same time, no coach is doing that right now unless yeah, they were. I think it's like coach. a double. I think it's a double. I think there's a lot of upside. But yeah, they hit a double. Yeah, I, I think that I think that this could go as mediocre as could be, and we could be looking at another head coaching hire for Nebraska in like five years or whatever, I, four or five years. But I, 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 look, what does is role even? I don't know, man. It's just we've seen them. There's no way that this is another stepping stone for him, right? There's no, no way. Because like, he's I, done I, it before. I think that there is a possibility that if he does well at Nebraska, like say he gets them to Bo Pelini range, eight nine wins a year. An NFL team could be like, okay, Carolina is just a dysfunctional organization. They have been ever since they made that Super Bowl run. Maybe he's a better coach than what was advertised in Carolina. And maybe they give him a shot. I don't see that happening. But if it were to happen, I I wouldn't be all too shocked. I mean, some NFL organizations make the stupidest decisions. But I kind of disagree with you. I don't think this is a four or five year move. I think that Nebraska has been in the dumps for so long with these three, four, five win seasons. If they get back to seven or eight win range, think of this as a Florida state situation. Mm-hmm. They've been in the dumps over the last few years and they just went nine and three with Mike Norvell. They are over the moon, just beat Florida for the first time in three matchups. If they get back to that range where Nebraska can beat Iowa more than once every seven years, then they can maybe make a run back for the big 10 title game. Like they did against Wisconsin, which we don't need to bring up that game. I'm sorry, Kenzie, if you're listening. But no, I I don't think this is a stepping stone because if a bigger job opens up, is someone going to really look at look at Nebraska winning eight games? I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't think, think it's all I don't impressive. think they look at it like that. I think they'd look at it like Matt Rule has been able to revitalize another program and in- kind of get them back on the right track, which he did at Temple with two 10-win seasons, which he did at Baylor, taking them from one win to seven to 11. Like, I think they're looking at that, not Nebraska's got eight wins and they're in second place in the Big Ten West. Like, I think they're looking at the rule arc and what yeah. could be, but I don't know. This this hire just does not move me, like, that much. Like, I don't know. This hire and the fickle hire, like, I think the fickle hire is better for Wisconsin. I'd be more afraid of them in the Big Ten, then Nebraska for the next few years. Maybe I'm tripping. I the only reason I would say I would I would be a little bit more worried about Nebraska is they have more pull in the portal. 
Yeah. Like that's fair. And also Fickle, I don't think he's gonna be able to like pull anybody from Cincinnati to go with him because that Cincinnati team's not that talented. Like they there's no one on that Cincinnati team that could make an immediate impact on Wisconsin. Like obviously Matt Rule's coming from the NFL, so he's not gonna be able to bring anybody to transfer. But Nebraska's a big enough brand where they can get good guys in recruiting and they can get like good guys in the portal. I mean, Trey Palmer came from LSU. He had over a thousand yards this year and he's off to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to see what both those coaches do in the portal. Like, does does Nebraska make a push for a Keaton Mitchell? You know what? At the at this rate, with some stuff that could possibly happen, Wisconsin might need to be in that because Braylon Allen. I I I'm gonna sound biased. I I don't even want to talk about Wisconsin. I'm gonna sound biased. Okay, but just don't. No, I'm not biased, but I'm a Minnesota fan talking about Wisconsin. So you're like, not going to say. You're not going to say what those at home are thinking. Okay. okay. Braylon Allen is going to transfer. He did not want to play yesterday to further his injury. So there it is. I think yeah. that was okay to say. Yeah. I mean, none of my stuff is ever biased unless I'm, like, saying, you know, stupid stuff as an obvious joke. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You know, a lot of other head coaching stuff, I think most notably has to be David Shaw opting yeah. to step down as opposed to getting fired or released from his contract, but like stepping down. I, I want to commend him on that. I, I want to commend yeah. David Shaw. I've been very critical of him this year. I think that, you know, Stanford obviously did not have a good year at all. What they finished three and nine. That is not good. Unbelievable. I, I, I'm going to sound hypocritical for a second. I don't think David Shaw is a bad coach. I just think Stanford no longer cares about football. And it's unfortunate, but look, he makes some bad decisions. If he chose to go back into coaching and take, you know, a group of five job, or maybe he takes a coordinator job, I think he would be very successful. I just think Stanford's in a spot right now where they don't care about football. I agree with that. I don't think Stanford is near all in on football. Them and Cal are kind of just whatever with the athletics and, yeah. and some athletics at this point. But yeah, I commend David Shaw for, for like, it's sad though. Cause like yeah. this dude that he was one of my favorite coaches growing up. Like I, dude, it's tough. It's tough. Like having to root for a Stanford team and everything, but because of who he was like, David Shaw, I love rooting for him and love rooting for his teams. Love watching him play. It's just kind of like that. It's kind of like what's happening in college basketball with so many of the high-profile coaches having to step down where the game is just outgrowing them, and maybe that's happened here with Stanford with the, the whole recruiting game and everything for Shaw and him just, like, at Thanksgiving saying, like, the one thing I kept hearing in my mind is, it's time, it's time, it's time. There's not a better way to put it like it was just time for Stanford and Shaw to get pulled apart and it stinks I will love to see Shaw again back on his feet and everything but it ain't happening uh he says he's not looking for another job who knows if that's true but we know what is true whether he's on NFL Network or whatever platform he's with he's he amazing crush the analysis game he's going to be the, one of the best in the game immediately Obviously, this isn't NFL draft talk, 
One of my favorite guys every year to listen to is David Shaw because, you know, he's so knowledgeable of the game. He, you know, doesn't have hot takes to be a hot take kind of guy. He's so smart. He speaks the truth. You know, even not everyone is going to agree with every opinion someone has. I agree with a lot of what he says. He's a very smart football mind. And you know what? Wherever he goes, if he stays with the NFL Network, if he, you know, inks a deal with ESPN, he is going to be stellar wherever. Mm -hmm. I wonder what I wonder what I'll do. He'd be super fun to listen to, just commenting a game and stuff, giving Bro, analysis there. But I, I have a perfect idea. NFL Network, you already, I believe he has some sort of a contract with the NFL Network for like draft coverage. I'm sure, yeah. Have him call the Senior Bowl. Have him call the Senior Bowl with, uh, I think it's, is it Bucky Brooks and DJ? I believe so, yes. I think it's, is I, I can't remember if it's Bucky or Charles Davis. I, I think oh, both of them have done Charles? it. I don't know. But I know DJ, whoever but get Charles get David Shaw on the on the I call. I think it's Charles. I th- could be wrong. Whatever. I I can't remember. It, I think it is Charles. I think it was Charles with Dan. I know Daniel obviously for sure because I saw him in the press box last year. But Perfect. I I want to say it's Charles. I want to say it's Charles. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Shaw just pure class all the way. Yeah. Again, a bitter sweet ending. But let's predict where does Stanford go to. It, it's tough. I I think they're going to make a stupid hire. I, I think oh, they're – gosh. Okay. We we say this as a joke. Man, Stanford head coach Bill O'Brien. Like, they're not – they're not – that's not happening. They're going to see he's a big they're name. They're going to see he's a big name bad. coming from a big program, no, and they're, they're going to assume he's good because they don't know anything about football right I, now. I disagree with that. They're not that idiotic. I don't the, know, man. The two things smart. I was going to give was Chris Peterson because he's shown interest in this job before. But yeah, again, it's, uh, it's going to be a tough rebuild, and the whole recruiting aspect and transfer portal stuff is super difficult. But Savita Pritchard, who played at Stanford, played quarterback, was a part of the legendary win over SCOC there at Stanford. I think if they want to keep it in house, Tavita Pritchard is the guy they go to. He's a 35 year old ball coach. Yeah, I mean, if they want to have fun, you know what, man? He's not going to play football anymore. Let's get Andrew Luck. <laughs> Bro, yeah. I feel it, like, like it, I feel like he's going to end up coaching. I think Andrew Luck's going to end up coaching. I would love that, but like, what? It's just these Stanford guys. Like, it's it's just reeks. It's David Shaw and Andrew Luck. Way way too early. They're done with their careers, yeah. which is fine and everything. Like successful careers and all. They're leaving on. You know, Shaw's not leaving on the happiest note, but he was a dang successful ball coach with so yeah. many good memories at Stanford. Like, they had really good careers and just calling it so early. It's wild. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate, but you know what? It had to happen. It had to happen sooner or later, and I'm ha- happy it happened sooner. Mm-hmm. So, any other any other coaching jobs to talk about, Andrew? Sure, we know Jake Spavadol is out at Texas State, which should be no shock at all. No, I, I don't know. I also don't think that's notable enough to talk about. <laughs> well, I don't State. either. Sorry, Spav. Yeah. It's uh, until Texas State open, actually yeah. like shows relevance, I'm refusing to talk about recruiting them. in football, <laughs> recruiting, no, but like just academics. Like, oh, some other ones to talk about, maybe. Um, do you want to talk about like possible firing? Want to talk about Auburn? Because I'll say it right, straight up, I don't think Hugh Freeze is the move. Oh, I don't think Hugh Freeze is the move either. I, but... I, if you're not going to go with Kip 
and I'm just all for keeping it with Cadillac. Like I, no, I, I know no. he's look, I Liam. know a lot of people are going to disagree with that and he's not essentially ready, but dude, I, I'm all in on Cadillac as a head coach at some point at Auburn. At at some point, maybe he needs to have actual coaching experience first. He's a he's a running backs coach. Yeah. He's a dang uh, good running backs coach. Yeah, he's got to have at least tough. some sort of coordinator job first. It, it's fair, man. I just, I, I just love the way he goes about what what he's done as the interim head coach. I love the way that he speaks in all his interviews, talks to his players, and just he's an incredible motivator. And man, I don't know. Like he, it's 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 incredible how much of a better job he did than Harson in such little time. Oh, I mean that's not tough, but. No, yeah, that's true. I know he did a fine job for what he was given, but I feel it would be a slap in the face to a lot of other candidates that are deserving of that job to give it to a guy that showed a lot of energy, which is good. And he was very good to the media, but Auburn still wasn't good. It's not like he made Auburn a, a great team. No, just made him, just made him better competitive. I don't really know if that's the case. What? They, like, you don't think they uh, were more competitive and weren't better with Cadillac? I think they were around the same. Like, yeah, I don't think I, it really ch- – I think I the only thing that changed Alabama was the energy that the team put into the game. And I think that's kind of every interim. Like, Georgia mm-hmm. Tech played better. Colorado played better for one game. Uh, Arizona State didn't really play better, but that situation is completely – Washington. They beat Washington, but unreal it's also to think about that. That is unreal to think about with how Washington played last night. That was such a good game. We'll get into games mm-hmm. in a second, but no, I, I think Auburn's got to get a guy with head coaching experience. I think I, I still think the perfect dude is Kiffin. Like I, I, no, don't... I, I completely agree, but I don't think he's going to take that Auburn job. I think he's going to stay at Ole Miss. And if they truly my, looked at, I don't how... know why. If they truly looked at how Ole Miss finished the season and was like, we're not going to actually, like, we're not going to go through with this because Stupid. of how Kiffin finished the year. And then you're like, guy who just got smoked on his home turf by New Mexico State. Here's the key star program. And, that, and then there's, I don't know, there's just other stuff with Freeze that I'm just not with it all. I, I, it's such a weird story, Auburn is, because they thought they had the guy in Harson coming from Boise. Now it's like, who really can they get? There's no big enough name because Auburn is a massive program. They're a great job. People are going to say it's not because it's ruled by boosters. I hate to break it to you, almost every job is, but Auburn is a little bit more. There's not. They got to poach. They got to poach somebody. I know. I know. There's been uh, Dan Landing talk, but I I don't think that's happening. I I think Dan Landing loves Oregon. Yeah. The only way he would leave is if Georgia somehow opened up, and that's not opening up anytime soon. I mean, yeah, it's just tough to think about where Auburn would go, man. Could they go after? (laughs) Ah. I was about to say something stupid. Um, say it. Say I, was about, I was about to say Chip to troll you, but <laughs> it's not trolling because I tell you this: that name and Auburn have been thought of so often. I the know. Last year between Auburn fans and UCLA I... fans, like Auburn fans have interest in Chip. I do you think? Think? Do you think Dave Aranda would leave Baylor for Auburn? I, th- I think he would. It's would Auburn so. make the offer? Because Baylor was not good this year. 
Yeah, I think Baylor's just in that spot where it just feels like no matter who's coaching at Baylor, like there's going to be so many highs and then there's just going to be mediocrity. And then following mediocrity, there's going to shoot back up to a high. And it's just like, okay, that, oh. that's Baylor. I'm, I'm looking at a name right now. I don't think he would leave this school. Darren, I, I think that would be a great hire for Auburn. Dave Darren from NC State. What he did this year, no one's, no one's going to talk about it. He did so much with an awful situation. He lost his starting quarterback early in the season. He started four quarterbacks all year. He mm-hmm. beat his biggest rival. He had an insane defense. That his, defense offense, was unreal. his offense wasn't completely anemic with his fourth quarterback. It was actually pretty dang good against North Carolina. I think if you're willing to poach – that's a good name to poach. Uh, yeah, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I don't think it's the best or anything. But I don't but think I there don't is mind. such a thing like, as I best. Think it's good. Yeah, I think I, I think I best think is good, Kiffin. Yeah. And like I'm, I, I still have freaking PTSD from that egg bowl. He coached like, such a bad game. Freeze, hundred percent. I mean, Kiffin's struggled against top dogs time and time again. Not he, against Mississippi top State. Top dogs. Though. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. That was like, inexcusable. That was that was an. And atrocious threw, coaching job. And he threw at the end of the Alabama game with the absurd amount of Jackson Stark, Jackson Dart keepers just over and over again. Yeah. Get the ball in the Judkins' hands. Get the ball in Zach Evans' hands. Figure it out. You have too many talented receivers to do. Um, uh, I guess Kane Dillingham, too, could talk about real quick. I, I love that hire. hire. Yeah. I, I love it for Arizona State. You get a former – would it be a former alum or technically an alum? I don't he's know. Alum. Yeah, an alum. He's an he's an ASU alum, amazing offensive mind. You see what he did this year with the likes of you know Bo Nix, Franklin. They've got a bunch of good backs. Mm-hmm. It was one of the most fun offenses to watch this year. And now he's gonna go back to his alma mater. He's gonna be able to recruit pretty well. Arizona's a very talented state. I think is a one of the best case hires for them. I, I think so too. 32 year old. A coach who's going to be 33 when he starts up next year. He's had success seemingly everywhere he's been. This is a really good hire for ASU. I don't think that – I mean, yeah, you could always do better, I guess, but where ASU was at, where they're at in the state of their program right now, I don't think they could have done a better job than getting Dillingham back. I think this is an incredible hire for them. And he is also, I believe, the youngest head coach in the FBS right now. I want to say it was Nicole Auerbach that tweeted, first head coach born in the 90s. Oof. So uh, all you 90s kids. I'm on next. I'm, I'm in the thousands, so I'm I'm chilling for now. I got I'm 15 years. next, man. I'll take the Stanford job. I ain't afraid. Or I'll take the FAU job. I think, I look, uh, I'm going to say, first off, Fish and Dillingham, that's gonna be fun. That's Nettles. that's the fun stuff. That oh my gosh, that rivalry is just going to heat up even more when these teams hopefully get back to you know good levels of play. And then FAU, yeah. like I like the move to move on. Where do you go yeah. from here? I don't know. I look forward to seeing it though. Probably a Kiffin assistant. I <laughs> like what about uh Charlie Lewis's kid. Shut up. <laughs> what? No, I I think that's the perfect place to move on. All right, all right. We'll move on to some. They played football games last week. Did you know that? Apparently, Ohio's going to the MAC championship, Andrew. So you're not doing it without Curtis Work. I want to start there. If they Curtis if they had Work, Curtis Work, I'd be extremely happy. 
You should still be hyped, dude, because they were they look good. Bro. Even though it was CJ Harris at quarterback and like they're missing Rourke, who unfortunately maple missile, ACL meniscus, awful. Yeah. I hope he's back and healthy next year and kills it again. But this team is really good. This Ohio yeah. team. I hope that more of our team ranked them. Because I ranked them for three straight weeks. I ranked them. Good. Where? I, I I had them relatively high. I had them like close to twenty. I had them 20th or 21st. Yeah, but no. I, who are they playing in the MAC? Is it Toledo? Yeah, it's going to be Toledo. I mean, Daquan Finn, not the greatest game. It's – it. once he got hurt, he has not yeah. been the same at all. Wait, I, and I he's feel bad just for making ill-advised throw after ill-advised throw, and they're playing two quarterbacks with Gleason. It's just ugly. I – I'm really looking forward to that game, but I have to say this. The Mac is tripping, dude, because last few years now, we've had the Mac championship on Saturday. Why? Why would you want your championship game to be on Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific instead of in prime time on a Friday night where everybody is watching? I, I just don't get that. Yeah. Um... Like, the Mac is synonymous for playing action and playing on weekdays that should be when your conference championship is on a friday i know that's not a maxion day but we used to have it on fridays and everybody would watch it nobody's nobody's flocking to go watch it on saturday morning it's just a sad truth egg bowl though man let's talk egg bowl oh buddy lane kiffin what are you doing it's pouring rain and you don't run the ball jackson dark had a good game but you've got Quinshawn Judkins and Zach Evans, and you don't run the ball? Hello? Pardon? Pardon my take? Hello? What's Pardon going on? My take. Also, um, I understand you run a three front with dropping eight because Mississippi State throws the ball a freaking boatload. When they started running at a high rate, put more in the box, please. You got to adjust. Mississippi State's running all over you, and you refuse to adjust because, oh, they got Will Rogers. They're going to throw the football. It's Mike Leach. They're going to throw the football. No, they're not. It's raining. They're going to run. Granted, I'm surprised and shocked Mike Leach made that adjustment because last year in the pouring rain in Starkville, it didn't matter. He was throwing the football. This year, he runs the football. He finds success because Lane Kiffin refuses to make a defensive adjustment, and that's what ended up killing Ole Miss. If it wasn't for a Will Rogers fumble on the one-yard line, Ole Miss doesn't have a chance in this game. That's facts. Because like, they, the final score is much closer than it should have been. Oh, Mississippi State, like, they, they won this game by three possessions in my mind. Because they lost a touchdown, they gave Ole Miss a touchdown. That's a two-score swing. They won this game by three possessions. It's That's just fair. awful coaching job from Ole Miss. Mike Leach incredible win you beat Ole Miss you win the Egg Bowl that's a massive rivalry a lot of hate Calvin's dancing on the sidelines (laughs) yeah the dance right behind Mike was iconic it it was it was but you know credit to Mississippi State they've got a lot of good receivers you know Mm -hmm. but Ole Miss man like that's such a they they were they were ranked like seven at one point yeah they were starting up they were seven. They were and always 0. felt like they were overrated, but you're still seven yeah. and zero, and like seven and zero, and finish one and four to end the year. Like, I'm I'm, I'm double checking their schedule. You lose the SEC that. West was not good. 
oh, it was awful this year. This this has to be one of the worst SEC Wests in a long time. Yeah, but the media doesn't want you to know that. Yeah, like final five games, a 25-point loss to an LSU team that got incredibly overrated coming to the end of the year. You beat Texas A&M. Well, who? Unbelievably overrated. You lose to Alabama. Like, it's Alabama, but at the end of the day, this isn't Alabama, Alabama. Losing Alabama no. isn't great. This you was know? an Alabama team that could have had four or five losses. Probably should have, honestly. Yes, they should have lost to AM. They should have lost to Ole Miss, probably. And they should have lost to Texas. Yeah, just a why bad, this Alabama bad year. team has playoff talk is ridiculous. I think if you want to talk playoff right quick, I think the playoff was all right. So I just think you take the four teams. I just think you take Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC. I don't see any other reason to take a different team. If, if USC loses, you can't put them in. I, I don't think they're going to lose, but I, dude, I don't. I, I don't think they are either. Them. Their one loss is Utah, though. I know. Who are you taking if you're not if, if SC loses? Who are you taking? Like, I think no matter what TCU should be in, even if they lose to Kansas State, I they agree. already beat Kansas State. I think you have to put them in. Georgia's in no matter what. I think Michigan's in no matter what. I think then you're getting into the. You have to put Alabama back in discussion. You have to put Ohio State back in discussion. It's so unfortunate because both of those teams have no deserving qualities to no, make the playoff. The only one that does is Tennessee. And no. They got smoked by South Carolina no. and don't have Hendon Hooker. Dude, Tennessee is more deserving of it than Alabama, and that's not even close. Yes. And we played. I, but Hendon you're saying, like, Tennessee they have. Tennessee does not deserve to make the playoff. Neither is Alabama or Ohio State. No. And that's why I just think we keep the four teams that are there now. I don't see any – I even if SC loses, Ohio State and Bama have no business going in, and I'm not with taking SC out of the playoffs just because they lost their conference championship game while Ohio State and Alabama didn't even get to play in one because they weren't good enough. Yeah, I mean – We're not punishing a team for like, <laughs> doing this is a t- this is a This is a type of year where I don't like playoff expansion because there are – and I said this last year. There were not four teams that deserved to make the playoff last year. I don't think there's four teams that deserve to make the playoff I this think year. There's four if, this if, year. You, if USC loses, they don't deserve to make the playoff. That's fair. But as of right now, there are four yes. teams that deserve to make it. There are four. No matter that what. can change, though. I, I legit do not think if SC loses, I just, in my opinion, I know it's not going to happen. I know Alabama or Ohio State isn't. But if I was voting, SC's still in. Like, it, what? We're going to punish them because they were too good. And they had to play an extra game while Ohio State and Alabama were okay. not good enough. Alabama in the weak SEC West. Ohio State loses one of their two games all year, gets smoked by Michigan. They don't get be up on Purdue in the Big Ten championship game. Like, no. SC deserves to be in. SC deserves to be in, but if they can't beat Utah, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, because Utah's a oh, good man. team, but they've also like this I is don't not think a Utah's kind. Than Oregon, I don't think they're better than Washington. I like man, this. I think Washington's because, the second best team in the Pac-12. Yeah, this stinks because this was the one year it feels like where the Pac-12 would have been better off with division first division championship game, but instead of Washington SC. It's Utah SC, and I don't think Utah. Yeah. Utah's honestly. Like they're good, probably not a top four team in the conference. You know what? I'm taking SC, I'm taking Washington, I'm taking UCLA, I'm taking Oregon. If it was division versus division and Washington beat USC, I think you would put Washington in the playoff. 
I'm not not against that. The issue is these dudes already lost to ASU somehow. Why did they have to lose to ASU? If they don't lose to ASU, we're talking about a thriller of a Pac-12 championship right now with Washington versus SC, and the winner gets in the playoff. Yeah, that that would be completely. How did they lose to ASU? That never made interim coach. It's the interim coach curse. You can't beat an interim coach. I guess, dude. It's so bad. It is, but. Man, yeah, Pac-12. We have deferring takes there on the playoff. Oh, well. I, I mean, can't it's have fine. Takes it's not, on it's not the first time we've had deferring takes. I can't have deferring takes on group five stuff, though. Tulane got done in Nippert. That doesn't happen often. Yeah, it doesn't. A great win for Tulane. First ranked win since, what, the 80s? Uh, golly, you're going to make me find that. No, I I, I'm, I know it was the 80s. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. But what about the date, man? What about the year? Uh, Sorry, I don't know that it was freaking. Ooh, too bad. De- December 12th, 1986. I'm sorry. October 6th, 1984. You're so off. 13,929 days ago. Gosh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, but great win for Tulane. They deserve to be in the American Athletic Conference title game. You know who doesn't? UCF. They don't like uh, congratulations on your very close win over USF that you actually got the refs to hand you because that was not a touchdown. Uh, dude, that, I, I had to be a little biased there. It was not a touchdown, Liam. Like, he, that, he DM'd me on no context like two weeks ago. <laughs> and it, it, it was hilarious. I didn't even realize it was him that scored at first, but like, I, I have to be a UCF guy. I'm sorry. Look, man, you can be a UCF guy all you want. That was not a touchdown. I don't know how the heck they gave that to him. <laughs> in my in my book, Alec Holler scored a touchdown there. You know what? Congratulations to him. That was a heck of a snag. Unfortunately, was he was disgusting. out of bounds. Disgusting. It was that was one of the best catches of the year. Unfortunately, he was out of bounds. <laughs> hey man, sometimes you need a little help from the Zebras to beat South Florida. We've all been there. Can we talk about South Florida? Ever since they fired Jeff Scott, they actually have like life. They finished one and eleven. They were not an awful football team ever since they fired him. They had a lot of close games. Yeah, their offense was electric. It doesn't make sense. No, no, it does make sense. Jeff Scott was not a good head coach. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying, though. I'm not. What, what, what are you saying? It just doesn't make sense that UCF could be in a dogfight with USF. Like that can't. Uh, no, it completely makes sense. Stuff. They're in a dogfight with Navy. Dude, Navy will do that to you. Navy did to Cincy last year. Navy did to Notre Dame. It just happens. It, it shouldn't. I know it shouldn't. It's freaking it Navy. Look, man, I love the troops. It's freaking Navy. Florida State, Florida was a fun game. Aside from the. <laughs> Three and a half extra hours and went on because of stoppages. Yeah, look, man, I think Anthony Richardson is talented. No way on earth anybody should draft him this year. No one. He needs to stay another year. He needs to. He needs it badly for development. He is an electric runner. He cannot pass. You cannot go of 11 like he did. it, It was. Awful. Look, he's got a good arm. He, look, man, he just needs another year of development. Some guys need more time. Some guys will be like, oh, but he's got, you know, this electric ability to run. That's great and all. He's a quarterback. 
Like, I, I don't want I him turning into the league of enough either. They no, did they not run him enough against FSU, which was shocking. But, yeah, Richardson needs proper coaching and development. And yeah. it's a huge, a huge red flag when you're down 38-24 in the fourth quarter and your team runs the ball 13 of the next 14 plays and finds themselves in a tie game at 38. That's an issue. That's a red flag. Trevor Etienne is also unbelievable. Yeah. Like the true freshman running backs that we have, my goodness. Yeah, him, Singleton. There, there's a lot of freaking studs at running back. We're we're gonna be loaded for the next few years. Dude, there's more. Yeah, I I know, but yeah, I'm saying same. the ones that are coming to my mind off the top. Jaden Ott, the Otter. Jaden Ott needs a transfer. No, that's facts. Nothing on Quinchon Judkins from you. I mean, I talked about Ole Miss already. He doesn't get the ball oh, enough. That's why. It's it's also tough because he's in a room with Zach Evans. That's about to change. Also, by the way, a name that we thought would have a, a good year, Ulysses Bentley, nothing this year. Uh, it, it's just so I, unfortunate. I wasn't expecting that much. I, I no. was expecting him to be a good split back. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just wasn't expecting much with Evans there. Then Judkins' emergence right quick. Just, yeah. man, I forgot about Ulysses. Yeah, I, I think he needs to transfer. Yeah, NC State, North Carolina, we kind of already touched on. Uh, uh, I, I want to touch on it again. Yeah, rest North... in peace, Drake Mace Heisman. Yeah. Maybe next year. Possibly. I'm sure he'll be there next year. Caleb might go for the Archie. But yeah, I that's definitely in the cards. I see that happening. Yeah, May will be there as a finalist next year, unless he gets I think he'll Sam be a finalist Howell, this year, unless he gets Sam Howell next year. But yeah, Caleb going for the Archie, I think, is something to speak into existence. But no, man, like North Carolina needs a full coaching overhaul. Their coaches Thank are awful. You. Their yes, offense, they're off how long their offensive play call yesterday was run with Drake May. Drake May is a talented football player that can run the ball if need be. He's not a guy that you run quarterback power with. He's not no. DJ. It's Hello? the same thing that we saw with Sam Howell the last few years. And yeah. That's why this UNC team could never get to the top because their coaching is terrible. And but also, nobody wants to admit it because Mac Brown's a fun dude and everyone yeah. loves him. That's the, cool, Noah. I like Mac Brown too. He'd be dancing in the locker room like Andrew and stuff. I like Mac Brown. He yeah. is now a good football coach. He is not the, the dude for UNC unless you're okay with that eight win, nine win year, and then back to six, seven, and then get back up. And then we're just going to keep doing that dance. He's not going to take him to the top. No. And, and, and you can't have Sam Howe and, 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 and and Drake made back-to-back turns like this with elite receiver play and so much talent. I'm going to disagree with you on that okay, one. Okay, not elite receiver play, but Josh Downs is a dog. Josh Downs is a dog. He's he had a rough solid. two weeks. He did deal with injury, I know, but yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he, like Very talented. It's, it's, it's the same thing that we saw with Halpin. This is like mirror image of what we saw with Halpin. Yeah, it's... It's really but discouraging. And Daz and them getting hurt at times and just not always being the same and just Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like their run game should just be better. I do too. Like but I, I really liked Omari and Hampton when he was getting the ball a little bit. Now he's not great. Yeah. Like he, uh, he got a few carries yesterday and they were not highlights. We'll say that 
to no, I don't know. Just no. UNC has no defense. They've got talent on offense, but the coaching is holding them back. I think they just need a complete overhaul there because North Carolina is a very good recruiter. Like they're a big brand. They're getting big names. They're getting five stars. They're getting high fours. They should be better than this. They -hmm. should, especially in an ACC that sucks. The ACC was the worst power conference this year. And now you have Clemson, UNC limping and crawling into the ACC championship game. What do you do? I, um, I don't want, I, I don't want to watch that game. I don't think you and see though. No, I won't. <laughs> You're gonna take Clemson. I'm I'm gonna pick Clemson. Like, bro, UNC's coaching is so bad; it's going to keep them from winning a game against a good defense. Yeah, yeah. Like, we can say all yeah, the things we right. want about you're DJ's right. back on how DJ's, DJ's not that good. Fifty six on that defense. Yeah, that that defense is so freaking bad. Like, it, Clemson probably wins that game by two possessions, maybe three. U, UNC is that bad coaching wise. They're not going to be able to penetrate on a good defense. NC State has a great defense. Clemson's got a better defense. Mm-hmm. And Clemson's offense, I mean, they put up, what, 30 on South Carolina's defense, which isn't good. North Carolina has a worse defense. I'm not going to use a transit property, transit, tr- the property, property. the property that says they score more than 30 and UNC yeah. scores less than 27. But, man, stuff's got to change. Game. Ugly game. Um, hey, coming off of last year, which was electric, Pitt versus Wake. No fake yeah, slides this year. Tough. Brutal. Um, I think we already kind of touched on Tulane, Cincy. But yeah, I, don't I think, think it's remarkable what Ty J Spears has been able to do after multiple leg injuries, including yeah. ACL, and I believe another ACL or Achilles, I don't know, I always forget, but his movement's just wicked and everything. Texas Baylor, I just want to keep this one short and simple. Texas found themselves down um, after that Quinn Ewers strip sack. Baylor takes the lead. What happened next, Andrewster? How many pass plays? A lot. Texas did not throw the ball one time after the strip sack. They did not want to put the ball into Quinn Ewer's hands. They ran the ball 21 times. They ended the game on a 14-0 run and won 38-27. They ran the ball 21 straight times. Yeah, I mean, smart. Yeah, they where is the confidence in Ewer's? It is not there. We have seen this from Ewer's too many times where he just flat-out sticks. I don't think he flat-out stinks. I think he I'm not saying he flat-out stinks, but we You've seen it too many times where he flat out stinks. Huh? The Oklahoma State game? No, the no. The Baylor I, game? You're saying he doesn't flat out stink, but you're saying he flat out stunk. In multiple games this year, yeah, he was flat out stinky, is what I'm saying. Okay. There were other games where he's been very good. But they're having I think, games I think where he's, he's just good. a solid quarterback. I think he has a lot of potential that, look, man, I, I don't know how many people are going to say this. Xavier Worthy had a bad year. He was bad this year. He was. Like, I don't know what it was. There were times where it just didn't seem like he was all out trying. And I'm not one to question a player's effort, but there were catches he could have made that he just did not. His separation this year was not that good. His hands were a massive liability. I don't know what happened. He was so electric. Like yours. I don't know, man. But I do think we need to have a genuine discussion this offseason about does Quinn keep that job? 
I I think I there's like a discussion it. to be made. If you're I that high on so. Arch, and if Arch is good enough in spring, I think there needs to be a genuine battle. If there was a genuine battle, and it wasn't cap between Ewers and Hudson Card, I don't see how Arch doesn't come in and challenge for the job right away. I think he I think he go, he is going to. And look, I'm not the highest guy on Arch. I don't think he's worthy of being the number one player in the country. I think that would be Dante Moore at Detroit Martin Luther King. But he's still a very good quarterback. He still has, you know, all the traits that you want. He's got a stellar arm. He can move. He's got to have some sort of chance to win that job in his freshman year. It's look, man, Texas, you've got so much talent. We need to give them props. That defense this year was great. It, it was, was great. In, Offensive it, line it was, was good. Stupendous. I mean, just started with tackling. They were able to start. They started to be able to tackle people and put an effort, and it changed the whole identity of the defense. They were tough. They they were tough. Demarvion, freaking stud accessory. I it's going to be a tough year because they have to replace Bijan. They have to replace. I would assume Xavier still goes to the draft, even though I don't know if he should. I think he might need another year. But they get they get Nayer back next year, which is going to be massive. But Texas, man, eight and four is not good enough. It's not. We a lot of people were trying to say, oh, they're back. And yes, they were in the Big 12 title fight until the end. And of course, you needed Kansas to win. Unfortunately, they weren't playing you. But that's a low blow. It's a, it's a low blow. It's, it's, it's how you said it, though. It was very funny. It was a good delivery. But thank you. I don't know. Um, yeah, Just, assuming Bijan or Oshan are, are done, having they to have find. To I don't, I don't think Roshan what? has any more eligibility. Yeah, but like having having to find that next dude that running back's gonna be really interesting. I know a lot of people Keaton, are high on blue. That would be an amazing fit. Yeah, Keaton. I would like Keaton there. But I I know a lot of people are really high on Jaden Blue. We'll see what he's about. I'm not sure about recruiting or anything. What freshman no. they have coming in? That's not my thing. But if Xavier Worthy were like transfer out, I, I think that would be bad for him. It depends where he goes. It, it depends, but it's like I don't know. Maybe um, unless maybe he goes school. to USC. Well, if he went to TCU, I don't think that would be a great fit. Ooh. Like, look, TCU has a very fun offense. Man, I I just don't like. It just doesn't seem doesn't good. showcase you. Yeah, like they've got a lot of running in that offense, and it's like I feel like he would want to go to a pass happy offense. Okay, so like, SC stands out. I Washington, think USC would be a great fit. Washington, I, I want to see who's quarterback next year. There. I want to see who's quarterback next year for Washington. Because it's not Penix, because he's going to the NFL. Where else, man? I want I mean, to think of a good spot. I mean, I know I just trashed the coaching staff. Drake May. Drake made a Xavier Worthy would be kind of fun. Oh, if if you oh, can get good up. offensive coaching, though. I, I don't know. I feel like he has to go to a team that has like a Heisman caliber quarterback. Or or even in – obviously, it would be a downgrade in program. If he went with Kenny Dillingham. That'd be fun. That would be fun. That'd I just want to see who Arizona but... State's quarterback is. Yeah, Um Tennessee, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah. well, uh, let's talk Michigan and Ohio State because that yeah. should probably have been talked about, right? But we had other stuff. Uh, Ryan Day's a fraud. 
Oh, Ryan Day. Look, man, we need to start talking about him on the hot seat. If you yeah, can't he struck beat, out. He he struck out. He tried to lean in to get hit by the pitch, and it did not work. It was he got the chin strap on his helmet. That was the worst performance I've seen from a head coach in that rivalry in a long time. Because yeah, he's just a coward. Like that's the word. He's strapped coward. He's not even a coward. He's just stupid. Like he tries to, and I know you use this term a lot, big brain. He tries to do all this tries stuff. To that, galaxy brain everything. Everything, and it doesn't work. You know what's gonna work? Throw the ball to Marvin. Noah's fun when they went to the vertical passing game, like all the two times they did and hit big plays. Yeah. I, how many times did CJ Stroud throw the ball more than 20 yards downfield? And how many touchdowns did he get out of it? I, I want to see that stat. What was his deep ball like success rate? I don't know if that's a stat. It probably is because everything's a stat nowadays. I, I want to see something because first off, their run game. Wow, no, 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 no. But I think that this is just bad. It's bad. It's like CJ did not have did not have the best year. He did not have no. like that elite year that you're looking for from a draft eligible prospect who is a top two quarterback in his class, most likely. It's not like I can't throw all the blame on him though. He I, I thought he had a very good game. Bad. I thought he made thought some he very good really throws. He, against Michigan. He uh, missed the a, whole screen thing is not on him, and all people want to do on Twitter is blah, 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 right, dude, CJ Stroud only has success off screens. He can only throw screens. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, I mean, just watch that deep ball he threw to Marv on the right sideline early in the game. That was just a was stellar. Ball. That's why I'm thinking of. That's an NFL throw. another one over, over the middle to, to Buka. That's a dart. Yeah, but he made good throws, but it's like Ryan Day puts these dudes in the worst situation possible. What happened when it was what seven to three in the second quarter and they went for it on fourth and one? They went for that low percentage play on essentially a fade jump ball to Kate Stover isolated at the bottom of your screen. Yeah, that's what we're doing. If it's know, fourth man. and seven, I can tell you Ryan Day's probably running the ball. <sighs> Also, we we talked about oh how he's galaxy braining. Where the heck did that galaxy brain go on fourth down late in the game when you need to go for it? He actually punted, and CJ Stroud is begging them to go for it. If if I'm CJ Stroud, I'm literally staying on the field. I'm not letting him tell me what to do. I thought about the same thing. I thought about like, dude, CJ, just go rogue and snap the ball yourself. Like, don't like, where are you gonna do? Yeah, what are they going to tell you? You're a Heisman front runner. What are they going to tell you, CJ? We're not happy that you picked up this first down. Now we're going to call a timeout and make us punt on first and ten. Come on, CJ. Bad luck for a program. What's a bad luck is getting completely embarrassed by Michigan in the same fashion back to back years. This rivalry has completely turned. Like it's done a complete circle. Like it's... or, or one eighty or whatever you say. Yeah. Uh, Geometry, blah. A complete Harbaugh 180. Is, yeah, Harbaugh is owning this thing. Bro. And when it's like we used to make fun of Michigan and for their lack of effort in this game or energy or juice. Um, that's Ohio State. Thing. Michigan yeah. is the one who cares so much more about this rivalry. Like, does they does not take this as seriously as the head ball, as someone in this rivalry needs to. 
He's yeah. not fit for it. I, Ohio State spent too much time putting little red X's over every M on campus and not enough time game planning. It's This was a pathetic performance from a team that has so much talent, especially on the offensive side of the ball in the passing game, where they just like don't do it. They, they, they don't. You've got arguably the best wide receiver in the country, Marvin Harrison Jr., and you know how many times he was targeted after, I want to say it was one of his touchdowns. I know Luke said this one, stat. One. Outside of one time. Targeted one time. One, one, your, your best player, one. How does that happen? And, and, and it's fun, too, because everyone is just going to kind of, you know, everyone's going to kind of use the cop-out for a day that they had a absurd amount of injuries, which is fair. They had a lot of injuries, but I, we, I'm saw not... Chip, we saw Chip Trainum, who's a running back, linebacker, back to running back, have success running the ball. We saw true freshman down and have success running the ball. Whether it be Mayan or Travion, there was success running the ball. There was no shortage of talent in your wide receiver room. I know you lose a first-round pick in JSN all year, and that's tough. I get that, but you're telling me that in the let, – let's exclude the Notre Dame game. So let's say in the 11 games that JSN was very likely not to play, you could not find one other guy to step up. It was still all on Julian Fleming. Yeah. This... Why? We knew Ed Book is a stud, and we knew that Marvin Harrison's the best receiver in the country. But why were why why was Day and his staff so stuck on Julian Fleming as the third guy? Why didn't Jalen Ballard get one look all year? If you want a vertical threat, he was there on your bench waiting. He's one of the fastest players on your team. Yeah, I I wonder how much Fleming's in the game plan next year when they get a guy in Brandon Ennis coming in. Fleming's not good. He he's not. I think that Ennis is better. I I've watched a decent amount of Ennis. Dude's a stud. I can't tell you anything about the you know incoming freshman receivers that they have, but I can tell you they're all better than Julian Fleming, and that Julian Fleming's going to need a transfer. No, uh, Ennis. Uh, if he stays at Ohio State, I think he's going to be a very good receiver. I've yeah. I've watched a decent amount of videos of him. You know, does one on ones with stays, because of Heart, if Hartline ends up getting up on Al there, are these guys just cool going to play for day because not a lot of people are like. I think it's kind of becoming a known thing now, and you kind of hear the murmurs over and over again. How many people love day? I, I don't. He's not I mean, a likable guy. Look, man. I, I, I'm not going to say he's not a likable guy because I've never met the guy. I'm not going to make that type of judgment on him. But a lot of people say it. A lot of talk about it. Yeah. And Ohio State starts to struggle. And now. That's, yeah. Because, you know, when they were winning, nothing like this came out. But, you know, the good old saying, fixing, winning fixes everything. So mm-hmm. now that they're not winning against Michigan, you know what? Maybe people are starting and, to get a little upset. And I can't blame them. And, like, you're not going to move on. I know that. You're not going to move on. But if I were there, I would move on. Like, and it's not just because you got embarrassed by Michigan back-to-back years, although that's at the top of the list. Yeah, it's number one. That we're talking about, you got, Ryan Day got outcoached by the weather and Pat Fitzgerald in the Northwestern game. Yeah. Is that not a red flag? That team only won a game in Ireland this year. They did not win on U.S. soil. and they oh, probably for America. Do. Um, Maryland and Mike Loxley outcoached Ryan Day. Yeah. What else was there? Uh, I mean, there were 
there were a lot of performances that were at least sketchy. The I mean, Penn State game was a complete bailout. Stroud and Marvin Harrison working a quick little two man game. The first half of the, the Notre fly. Dame game. The first half of Notre Dame game was horrific. I, like Stroud and Marv bailed him out of the Penn State game and made that a comfy win. Uh, probably got out coached by James Franklin in that game, who, by the way, ran the T formation about six times. So you got out coached by a guy running 1914 football. Proud of you? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, if, if I'm the AD, like I'm making a change. I mean, if I'm the AD, I tell Luke Fickle, hey, uh, no, you just took that Wisconsin job. We know this is your dream job. Come take it. And then I'm saying, Brian Hartline, you're now my offensive coordinator. Those are the first two. Because I, I, I don't know how the priority on Hartline isn't like at the top either. Like he needs to be paid handsomely and be given the role that he deserves before he bails on. I I think he's offensive coordinator. I I don't think head coach, but he is. I don't so, think he should be head coach. He but. is so good at what he does. He yeah. is. He brings in the best wide receivers in the country. He pumps them out to the NFL. He's the best wide receivers coach in the country. He's arguably the best recruiter in the country. Yeah. You have to keep him on the, on the staff. Like, that's priority number one. You, if I'm at Cincinnati, I'm doing what I can to get him to come over ASAP. Yeah, you, you have to give him. make him move into the Big 12. Like, I'm giving him a blank check, and I'm saying, look – Let's go do this thing in the new conference. Let's make you the face of our program, and let's go. Do no. what you did at Ohio State and do it here. No. What? Cincinnati? Yes. No. What are you saying no about? I I don't think that works. Why? He's not going to get great recruits at Cincinnati. Why not? It's Cincinnati. It is. It's a tough job. It, Brian it is Kelly a, and Luke Fickle were able to have success there. It it is a Brian tough job. Brian Hartline wants to get going. I asked for a blank check. I say, let's go. I don't know if Brian Hartline wants to take all that. He's doing amazing at what he's That's doing fine. right now. That's fine. I'm just saying, why would do? If I'm Cincy, I'm handing him a blank check. That's all I'm saying. I. That's all I'm saying. I think he's an amazing they, offensive mind that can recruit receivers at the highest level when he's at a great program. I don't think he's a coach that can bring a program to like championship status, especially when at Cincinnati status. I'm not talking championship either, but you know, I mean, if you're bringing in a coach, that's what you want. Cincinnati just I mean, went to the playoff yeah. last year. Okay. Then hire Urban Meyer. Cincinnati. I think that would be a good hire. <laughs> of course. Just no, uh, just, just no kickers. Yeah, no kickers. Um, uh, I, I think we've gone off. Yeah, Ryan Day also nuked their secondary and was basically handed uh, yeah. the job on a gold platter and not taking the bite out of it. Yeah. Just actually threw it away. Awful stuff there. I, I think we've talked enough about the Buckeyes. Yeah. They, don't, they don't deserve uh, too much. TCU, uh, well, first that off, game is not Michigan, Harbaugh, and everything, like, incredible win. Out They're the power team again, in the Big Ten now. Outmanned them. Yeah, like, just don't slip up and lose to Purdue for no reason. Yeah, no, they're not. Like, I said, don't do it. I'm telling them not to. They're not to. going to. People are getting worried because Purdue can pass. Like, no, Purdue Purdue lost to Syracuse. Yeah, I'm just, tell, I'm just giving them a warning. Right. ECU, yes, smoked Iowa State. We don't need to talk about that. 
Hypnotoad, woo. Uh, can we keep the LSUA in them one quick and just say, yeah, LSU was extremely overrated, extremely and, uh, overrated. Devon A chains an NFL up. running yeah. back, Moose Muhammad is insane. A and M is more talented than the record will say. LSU is less talented than their record will say. I think that changes. I think that they're going to find a quarterback going into next year because I don't think Jaden Daniels is the answer. I think that this is a very well put together team over the next few years, just not this year. I think that they had a absolutely stellar season for their standards. A lot of people thought they would go six and six or seven and five. They ended up winning their division. Overachieved big time. Overachieving uh... big time, but they still achieved. So you got to give them credit for that. Indeed. Where do they move on at quarterback? Give a prediction. I've they've got so many quarterbacks on their roster, it's really tough to say. I like, was thinking transfer portal. No, they, they've got Will Howard, probably. Or what's his name? Is it Will Howard? Isn't it Walker? No, Walker Howard's at Kansas State. We just mix up the two Howards. Uh, LSU quarterback depth chart. I I don't pay attention to their quarterback depth chart, so I'm not no. Gonna... Walker Howard's the LSU one. I was right. Well, Howard's oh, the Kansas State one. Oh, okay. Mix them up. Golly, and Brewster. Figure um, it out. Uh, Garrett Nuss battle between Howard and Nussmeyer. I don't see why JJ Daniels killing my computer. So I just killed. Oh yeah, I can see that. And I can't. Brewster's computer has been absolutely nuked. All right, am I um, back? I hope so. All right. Yeah. I need to like close everything. I should probably close Discord. Yeah, man. What on earth All is right. that? Uh, Notre Dame SC was not as close as the final score indicated. Nope. Notre Dame. Caleb Williams is your Heisman. You said at the top, he's going for the Archie. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know back on September 19th or whatever. What week was that? Week three? Was, uh, week three? was it? I think. Uh, week three? September, yeah, so week week three. At the end of week three, I said, Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman. I was flanked by two people that said it was going to be Stetson Bennett. <laughs> Look, man, Stetson Bennett's not a good quarterback. But why did Liam Blutman never bet Caleb Williams to win the Heisman? I, well, how many because neither of us thought he was stellar game? last year. How many times do I have to go on our dang podcast and say it straight up? I know I sat like seven times with him on the Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman. I never bet it, whether it be before the season or during the season. Look, I know both of us had our, our, our stances on Caleb going into the year. He, he, he flew through. Like he, he was uh, yeah. impeccable. And that was that, that that was seen from their first snap against Rice. Like, the dude just has it. And I think one of the most important things that he showed last year at Oklahoma was just the maturity. And, 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 and like, dude, hey, he's a special dude. Like, I and I know there's going to be May versus Williams talk for a number one overall pick. I, I, I'm going to be stuck on Williams like, I agree. as number one pick, and I don't see how I'm going to get away from it. Like, I, he's the best player in college football right now. Sick. Yeah, and I'm not going to say that my criticism of him I don't, I don't know if it was criticism the criticism from us was fair i, I, I think, think it was just... fair i just think that his development this year was absolutely insane i think it that was extremely uh, like quick maybe i'm being a little too quick this could be lincoln riley's best quarterback ever i'm not against it because i always thought kyler was kind of overrated and it's kind of been seen the nfl has not yeah. been baker mayfield never really panned out in the nfl after injury uh 
I don't know. Like I'm with it. I I think he's a special player. Like it's not just it. It 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 might not be his best trait, and maybe it is. I don't know. But the the way that he's able to make throws on the run while he's going against, like he's going to his left and he's making a throw to his right. it, yeah, he's going cross body. Incre- yes, cross body throws on the run and making it look so easy. They're wicked throws too, with high volume, like high speeds on it. It's scary yep. stuff. And the deep ball is, it's, it's too good. Uh, I would say that's probably his best trait. He also has another trait that I think he flashes very well, but he's also got some like eh moments, I'd say that's his pocket presence. There are times where he makes absolutely stellar plays behind the line of scrimmage, getting out of the pocket or maneuvering yeah. the pocket. There are, are also times where I'm like, Caleb, uh, move. It's the play last night that he made where he – Oh, my gosh. Where it, it, It's an incredible play where he's dancing around the pocket and he's just swerving around everything and, and he picks up the first down or whatever. If he had just stepped up in the pocket a little earlier, he had a seam to just run through and pick it up easy. And it's not as flashy or anything, but you know, yeah, could have done it. But I, I get where he's coming from. He's, I, trying, he's he's a superhero. He's just trying to make a big time play with his arm, and it was never there. So he had to make it with his feet eventually. Uh, he has unlimited stamina. He's never tired. And yeah. one thing I love about him is. He is by far my favorite quarterback SC has ever had in my lifetime. And this ain't even close. Like I actually same. enjoyed rooting for an SC quarterback, but dude, he does the same stuff Dorian does. And I think it's kind of wild talking after the play. I'm saying the, okay. the way that these two, I'm not saying on the field, dude. Oh my golly, gosh. I got scared no. for a second. No, I'm you got to word about, that better, man. <laughs> I'm I, well. I was getting to. I'm talking about Caleb and DTR's just attitude. Uh, attitude on the field is so. It's so similar. Is it not? No, it it is. I got scared for a second, man. Gosh, no, no. You need to think better of me. How dare you? I mean, I, it, both of them talk like crazy after the. Which play. I love. I, know, I love when a quarterback has too. that type of swagger. I love it too, and I know Caleb's going to keep on saying in his interviews and stuff like, "I'm not focused on me, my staff." or anything i'm here for a team i'll focus on heisman stuff my teammates told me to do the pose and everything work on the pose by the way let's stop yeah that that kind of sucked too little there's a lot chase brown's pose was also terrible it's been a thing for years where the heisman pose dudes they do it way too low like yeah you gotta you gotta pull a desmond you gotta be desmond howard with it that's that's like you gotta go full yes and uh, caleb work on the pose but dude I love him talking after a play. I loved against ASU. The dude squirted a water bottle at him for no reason. And then he got he gets on Twitter the next day and he's just trash talking essentially. He just posts another clip like, Yeah, I get why you do this. And it was just him making them look silly in the backfield and just he's incredible. Yeah. I I love that Shahan brought it up with us on our on our preview podcast for last week that because it's true. Caleb's un- like a lot of people don't like Caleb. Like he's seen as an unlikable athlete and everything, but like why? I don't know. He's unique. He's innate. He's he's outspoken. He's in in, in incredible talent on the field. It, it just it, he's so much fun to watch. And 
he's got a great personality. Maybe those shoes weren't so great, the Grinch shoes, but I don't get why yeah. why people hate him. I get Oklahoma's fan base, sure, I'll get rivals too, but for the casual college football fan or just a college football fan that's a fan of, say, Vanderbilt, okay, well, there's probably like six of them. So Kansas State or Syracuse, like, why why, why have any hate or animosity towards this guy? He's I don't know. one of the best players we're going to have seen in quite a while. Like, dude's legit going for the double high school. Yeah, because I, I think he locked it up. I he, think it's locked up too. He, I don't. I don't care if he loses to Utah. I think he wins the Heisman, and he should win it by a good margin. Like Drake May should be a top four. Another guy that should be top four. I don't even want to get into this game. Bryce Young needs to be in the top four. Yeah, he should probably be back in there because the Alabama team was disgusting, and he had to put up with Bill O'Brien all year. Yeah, but I just hate that we have to go quarterback, 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 quarterback all the time. The, big school, the, the big quarterbacks school. are deserved, though. I know. The, like, there wasn't Man. a really – if Jordan Addison played the entire year, you can say possibly with if his stats – Marvin would, got the volume. But that's the thing. Ryan when you're on a team like Ohio State where there's going to be other talent, it's tough for a receiver to, like, take him. Like, the reason Devontae Smith won the Heisman, yes, he was incredibly talented. Jameson Williams got hurt. Yes, so yes, there goes yes, all his I volume, know. and now it's going to Devontae. Devontae is an insane player, and he completely deserved that Heisman. But Jamison getting hurt. Late entry, Michael Penix. I don't think anyone's going to want to vote for a quarterback that lost Arizona State. Yeah. It, it's tough, but, like, I mean, if – who would be the biggest Heisman candidate that wasn't a quarterback? No one on defense. No defender really like. No. Will just, Anderson did not live up to the expectations that we gave him. Granted, they were probably unrealistic. They were too like to have to replicate that is that pretty is, insane, and it just goes to show what we all think and yeah. know of Will Anderson that he's a superhero on defense. Like he's yeah. still an elite player. He's still one of the best players in the country. He still should be a top three pick, no doubt yep. about. But. For to expect the replication up and now of this world season in which he probably should have won the Heisman's pretty ridiculous. I'm trying to think of any non quarterback Heisman. I can't think of any. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's a running back here. worthy there's running backs worthy of Heisman think, votes, not Heisman. I, yeah, Bijan should get votes. Yeah, Bijan will get votes. I think that Bijan's gonna get votes. If he had a game against LSU. Or if he even just had a game, the opening game, because there probably was not a more productive running back week to week than him. Uh, I mean. Yeah, probably. I mean, there were weeks where Chase Brown went silent. You can make, the, arg- you can make the argument for Karam, but I don't the like giving running backs Heisman votes because a lot of what they do is so – reliant on offensive line play because you can see a super talented offense a super talented running back have an awful offensive line and he's not going to be able to do anything think of what Najee in his rookie year with Pittsburgh that that line was awful and they almost they've pretty much ruined him Najee is not the same player anymore no he's not at all and I feel bad for him because he's a great kid off off awful offensive line I can't talk because it's so bad awesome talent and now he just like doesn't look like the same player Mm-hmm. Speaking of doesn't look like the same player, 
Spencer Rattler's turned into a different beast in the last few weeks, and he is feeling yeah. himself. There is nobody that could ever get to the confidence level that Rattler has when he is feeling himself. He has just slayed Tennessee and Clemson in back-to-back weeks. Yeah. We, we Shane, should Beamer, Sh- Shane Beamer got something going. We should probably keep this quick because we've been going for a long time. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, how but long? Uh, probably like an hour and a half. Really? Oh uh, gosh! In that, uh, in okay. that range, maybe. Let me like, just say. Let's just let me just say. Shane Beamer's, Shane Beamer's going to have a really fun team next year. A South Carolina that is going to have a lot of preseason love, and Antoine Wells finally getting the ball in these last two games and getting big wins. Hook him long enough. Interesting correlation there. Antoine finally gets the ball. The juice is there, and now they're winning big games. Yeah, finally. I, I... I do wonder about a guy that has really stepped up over the last few weeks, Jaheim Bell. Yeah. Which I, I he was a know. tight end. Now they're giving him the ball as a like a power back. Yeah, it was always in the cards for him to be kind of a flex for them, but I don't think they utilized him very well until these last few like I, I truly like this is a South Carolina team that went eight and four and they underperformed. Like again, if you remember preseason talk, this was a team that I thought could finish second in the SEC East and like Dude, if they played better offense at the beginning of the year, like they were there, they had a good enough team to do it. They just didn't scheme well at all. Yeah. Like, we weren't getting Antoine Wells the ball. Jaheim Bell was being completely underutilized and just bizarre stuff. Um, Oregon, yeah. Oregon State. I think Oregon State, like I hate, I, I saw Shahan tweet and I hate saying it, but they're quarterback away. They're a quarterback away. They've got so many talented players on the offensive side of the ball, so many talented players on the defensive side of the ball. It's like a team that has – you know how we say the Giants are like a quarterback away, and I hate yeah. to bring up Marquis' team. Oregon State's a, a quarterback away from like well, being the second-best team in the Pac-12. Yeah. Where do you go? The portal. I know, but who? you got to find somebody because Oregon State's not a big enough brand to get a, a big name. Are we thinking FCS? Lindsay for his fourteenth year. Uh, like who? The who name else comes to my mind is William and Mary. Darius Wilson, lefty. That's who comes to my mind. That's a that possibility. He's, al- he's already got the fit of playing for a running team in William and Mary. He's going to do that there at Oregon State. You just got to rely on him to throw the ball a bit. But I think he's got the throwing talent. I just don't think it's been seen enough. Yeah, and we'll get to see him next week when William and Mary plays their first playoff game. Dinsky from Richmond? Eh. I I don't know. I'm not as educated as you on FCS quarterbacks, but I don't know. Obviously, I don't think Scott's an option. I don't even think he has eligibility after this year. No, there's no way. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It'll be fun to see where Oregon State goes. Uh, I, I have no idea. I don't think it's going to happen. Do you think oh Gronowski could transfer? Oh, that's that's a decent one. I don't think he would. I was going to say Sam Hord, Sam Hord, from Ooh. Washington. Ah, <laughs> uh, another lefty. Yeah, I mean he's out of the cards. He's out of Washington. Ain't going to play him, dude. Yeah, I, I think that ship has sailed, and that was seen when he was QB three this year. I don't know, but uh, or you know what? Maybe they get. Uh, 
high rated recruit that isn't getting playtime at another school. Like LSU's got a bunch of quarterbacks that they're not gonna be able to play yeah, everyone. I just Maybe don't like know a, any of those. I just don't know those dudes. Yeah, I don't know them either. I'm not gonna act like I follow LSU's recruiting, recruiting path. But Damian Martinez is gonna be a monster at running back. That's an NFL two three star recruit. Just killed as a freshman. Like offensive line play is always going to be good under Jonathan Smith, and they have a stingy defense. They have one of the better defenses in the conference this year. Uh, you know, you ever just go out and come back from twenty-one down to Oregon without throwing the ball one time? Yeah, uh, wild. And I, Corvallis is a tough place to play. Insane. Like, that that section was lit. All the cowboy hats too was hilarious. All, all- and I just love the color orange when it comes to college football. It's such a great color. Oh, man. If Clemson doesn't do well, though. Clemson's Ooh. orange. DJ? No, I was going to say Morris from TCU. I feel like he would maybe... stay in that like Texas area. I guess. Then ask for Sam Jackson from TCU. DJ? I don't hate that. Do you do you go to Taylor Green at Boise State? I don't think he's leaving Boise State. I also that's fair. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that's a good spot with the the Civil War to leave it. Okay, you don't but, want to talk Apple Cup. Uh, Apple Cup, look, man, Cam Ward is so talented, but he needs another year. Like Quincy yeah. Avery said, he. His ball placement, he has some amazing throws. He also has some where it's like, you got to hit that, man. You got to hit mm-hmm. that. He's got some decisions. The two-point conversion, that's just a blunder. But where you literally have the ball in your left hand. If you put it in your right hand, you get the two-point conversion. Twice. Yeah, he did it twice, and one was for a first down, and he didn't get it. Yeah. It's just mental. Like He, he um, just needs to mentally develop, and I, that sounds bad, but – Quarterback's no, a mental like, position. Yeah, it needs some help. Like it's little things that he needs to work on. And if he yeah. fixes the little things and goes into 2023 working on those, I mean, that's scary. That's the Cam Ward that we're looking forward to yeah. seeing is the I, one that works on the little things and could absolutely erupt with the arm talent that he has, the escapability. Bro, behind like, the pocket, there are not two quarterbacks better than him behind the pocket. Or behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, like... There's Caleb and... Who? I, I, I don't know. Do you it, stay on the West Coast? But, eh, no, because... I Dorian got better at it with throwing the ball Dorian's away also a done. More, but, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, I know. I'm I talking about going into next year. Yeah, yeah. Because I would put Bryce ahead of him, but... Oh, yeah, then that's fair. Yeah, then Caleb can. Yeah, uh... But man, he he's such a talent. Him and Anthony Richardson need to stay at least one more year. Completely agree. Um, what else is there? That's I mean notable? Georgia Southern. Full eligibility being App State and double OT. App State, what up? the field. App State had one of the worst seasons in program history, and they beat A and M this year. Which, by the way, and should not... have beat North Carolina. Maybe no. Maybe. No. Maybe. You you give up 60 in the game. You don't deserve to win. <laughs> you score 60 in the game. Maybe you deserve to win. 
Not if your kidding. defense gives up more than your offense. Dude, I'm just, just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, I mean, App State in the year where they hosted college game, they won on a Hail Mary and, and beat AM prior to that. And they yeah. had the worst season in program history and won't go bowling. That's terrible. You know who else isn't? There? You know who isn't games bowling? against FBS competition this year. That's unacceptable. You know who's not bowling? James mm-hmm. Madison. Garbage rule. Stupid rule. James Madison should be bowling. St. Thomas should have just won a playoff game yesterday. Oh, NCAA, yeah. fix your trash. We should bring up FCS playoffs real quick, and then we'll go. Akron, by the way, getting a massive win. Good for them. That was one of the best things from the weekend. Yeah, they're 2-9, and nine, but they just beat Northern Illinois by 32. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll, I'll start the FCS. Montana. Yeah. That cannot happen. That's an incredible win. It's an incredible win. You can't win. be in that spot. I know, but it, that is a that's a significant comeback win. That man, bro, if you take that momentum into next week, no, no, they're getting whooped next week. I agree. they are getting I killed. I agree. I agree. I'm taking NDSU easy. I will take NDSU spread and alt it up to minus twenty four. Also, NDSU, if you're listening, please accept my media credential request. Hey, he's waiting. He's waiting. Please accept mine, uh, Frisco, if the national championship is NDSU, SDSU, because I want to go. New Hampshire, Fordham, uh, as expected. There was no defense. Fordham just got broken uh, a few times too early, uh, and New Hampshire held their serve. Yeah, couldn't couldn't keep up with New Hampshire's offense, or I shouldn't say they couldn't keep up with their own defense. That was a great win for New Hampshire. That's going to be a heck of a game between them and Holy Cross. That's, I that's, think I go New Hampshire. I, I don't know who I'm going to pick yet. I, I don't know. I think I might lean Holy Cross, but New Hampshire definitely has the momentum. Uh, Davidson, you didn't deserve to make the playoffs. No, it got close for Weber stay at the end. but They, eh. they got up so early in like the middle of the second quarter. They let North Dakota back into it. That I makes know. me a little scared about Weber State, Montana State. It makes me a little scared that maybe the Wildcats can't beat the Bobcats. I still think they can. I don't know. I think they can. I think Weber State. I still a, think they will. If they play like they did in the first half, they beat Montana State. Yeah. But the way they played in the second half, Montana State probably wins. Yeah. Uh, Gardner Webb scoring 52. Very cool. Big time not, win. Not very surprising, though. <laughs> no, we both had them. They were actually underdogs in that game, which like shocks plus me. Plus four, I think. Uh, and then Idaho, we could leave out in there. Brutal. Hayden Hatton, man. Like, such a talent. 209 receiving yards. Giovanni McCoy, yeah. great quarterback. He had a blunder late that kind of put Southeastern Louisiana in it. But. You know, you can't ask for a much better season as an Idaho fan. You have a lot of hope going to next year, a lot of talent. Giovanni McCoy, that dude's a stud. Yeah, man, we both were so high on Idaho in this playoff. Both had him going on a bit of a run. Uh, you had him winning added... one game. Oh, okay. You had him losing to Samford. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I almost had them going on a bit of a run. Andrewster had him winning a few more. My bad, my bad. But yeah. Ayn had him end his season with – Five straight games over 100 receiving yards. Yeah. And Is he a transfer guy? I think you have to look at him. I mean, you know what? Arizona State, if you're recruiting guys on the West Coast. I, uh, this I, dude, contested catches. And Hayden Hatton's from Arizona. He's from Scottsdale. Get him to Arizona State right now. 
Kane Dillingham coached that chaparral in Scottsdale. You know what, man? I'm, I'm calling it right now. Hatton, Hayden Hatton's Hatton. in Arizona. He's an Arizona State Sun Devil next year. Go for it. That's a good way to uh, end things. A little yeah. prediction there. Yep, that's a that's a great way. And when it hits in, you know, about two months, get this clip out. Make me look yeah, like a genius. My, my bad. I did not know we ran that long. That's poor. We were just talking coaches for so long and good football, and we appreciate you. Yeah. Regular season went by too quickly. What can you do? Bowl season coming up. Conference championships next week. All fun stuff. Please make sure to subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. See you. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye as I click the record button.